Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. <laughs> Fine with my microphone, JC. Why don't you cover for me for a second? <clears throat> you need some help? No, I just need you to speak for a minute. Oof. <laughs> you see Mac. Mac just looked at you like, Oof. what are you trying speak. to say? See, speak. I need to, I need, I need a translator there. Hello, everybody in our beautiful chat room. Love to see everybody. Love to see everybody out there. We are working hard, working uh, smart and working all the time. Busier than the Chicago Undertaker. Busy. <laughs> Busier than the Chicago Undertaker. That's an interesting one, JC. Thanks for sharing that one with us. That's uh that's probably going to be facts. Uh grounds for your dismissal from the Republican something committee. Mm. I wasn't aware that I was a member of any Republican something committee. <laughs> Well, no, I'm just saying if you you say stuff like that, you're going to get people going to get mad at you and want to dismiss you from some Republican committee. <laughs> mm, I better not join one then. It's a good way to avoid that consequence. <laughs> what do you think the chances are JC would ever run for office? Because that's that's what I'm I'm wondering. Can you all <clears throat> can you all I'm just saying, can you all picture JC running for office? I mean, you thought Trump was bombastic bombastic yeah you thought trump was bombastic you can you imagine nothing, jc oh my gosh the teacher union would be all over you jc they would never have anything you i would roast them alive <laughs> no but they would be like yes look at this is gabriel gabriel even get you hearts for that one yes 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 go jc <laughs> Put you, put you up for a election. <laughs> Maybe I'll run for sheriff of Hillsborough County. Mm, that would be an interesting thing. That would be a that would be an interesting platform for you to to hold there. I mean, even if they didn't elect you, because you know the argument would be is you're not an officer. You haven't been to the academy. Most people don't realize that you don't need you don't have to be uh, a a graduate from the law enforcement academy to be a sheriff. I would not arrest preachers for having church. Yeah. As sheriff. Yeah. For sure. I would not allow rioters to rip the doors off the county jail. Yeah. I also would not allow rioters to destroy local malls. Well, now you're three up on the current Hillsborough County Sheriff. So yep. I'm already way ahead. Now, look, Lisa wants you to run for the sheriff of Pinellas County. That would mean we'd actually have to live in Pinellas County. I don't know that I want to live in Pinellas County. Are there rural areas, Lisa? Are there rural areas in Pinellas County? <clears throat> or is it all beach and city? Because I don't want to live in. Good question. With my neighbors all up my backside like that. Although, anyway. So, Sonny made us a really good post today. We have a an article up that um we're wanting everybody to go look at at chrisannhall.com 
Uh, it's all about who is your politician. The way people conduct themselves is a clear identification of what they believe and who they are as a person. Through their actions, politicians will classify themselves. And so this is just a little instructional article on how our founders would have classified or, or a chart. Basically, it's James Otis Jr.'s test of a politician. So see, read the article. You can go to or you can go to chrisannhall.com and read the article. Uh, who is your politician? Take the test. Or you can just simply go to YouTube. I'm not YouTube. Uh, Instagram or Facebook and click the link there. And put your politician to the test. Upcoming events. I am going to be on Victory News tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Jeez, JC, how many times a week do, do we have people just randomly come up and say, I love watching you on, on Victory News, yeah, and I love Victory mm -hmm. News, right? Yeah, yeah, a lot. Hey, speaking of Instagram, because that's what I'm showing you. I like showing you the little Instagram things because I think Sunny does such a great job on Instagram with our graphic designs and everything. She's not just a legal assistant. She's talented as well. Um, this is actually a post from JC's um, Instagram. And you can find JC Hall Global there, right there. JC Hall Global. Because I'm a globalist. Because he's a globalist. He does that just to be <laughs> undercover. It's all counterintelligence kind of thing, people. So uh, this is a post that JC made. Look at that. Isn't that little guy there cute? This. <laughs> so uh, it, if you're not following JC on Instagram, you are missing out. JC is the foreign policy master. And he will keep you updated on things that are uh, beyond my constitutional scope. So that's kind of how we team it up like that. Yeah, I like, uh, <clears throat> I like foreign policy and the Donovan external Jewett. U.S. stuff. I like to keep track of what the globalist, globalist Illuminati are doing <laughs> worldwide. Because, you know, we're just, piece of, we're just a piece of the puzzle. And so much of what we see happening in America is, is a global issue. It's not, mm -hmm. just, it's not just an American thing because right. their plans – are so much bigger than uh, than the U.S. So I just wanted to show you. Um, I, I wanted I wanted to pop this up. This is from the U United States Department of Labor. This screen I'm about to show you. But JC and I uh, were flying again, and coming through the Dallas airport, uh, and I don't know if. I've just not noticed it before, but it was like right there in my face in the Dallas airport. This big sign that said um, that wearing masks in the airport is the law because the CDC says so. Hmm. I mean, they, they, they actually attributed the law to the CDC. I did. I found it interesting. I'm, I'm sure you noticed this, that the um, uh, what do they call them? Stewardess. Uh, what is the what is flight the PC term? Flight attendant. Flight attendant. Uh, That's she, the news. She she actually did not use the term law that stood out to me when she. Yeah. 
she made her announcement. She said mandate or some kind of yeah. something like that. Yeah. So anyway, um, as you know, we have been busy here um, on the show trying to educate you on these things, the difference between a law and a regulation and a mandate and what's authorized by the Constitution, what's not, and that sort of thing. And you know that's one of the other hats that I wear at libertyfirst.legal. We're helping people navigate through this whole mandate vaccine kind of garbage. Yeah. And they want to, they want to condition people that what just simply what they say, yeah. what they transmit, that's right. a, that's law. Yeah. Like a king. Right. It's a kingly power. Yeah. And, and that was just crazy because the Tampa airport says federal law, right? Yeah. Which is also not true. Jane, Jane Castor. Yeah. So it's Jane also Master not Castor. true. There is no federal law. But I found it even more interesting that in the Denver airport or the Dallas, did I say Denver before? I meant Dallas. In the Dallas airport, they actually attributed it to the CDC. As if the CDC has jurisdiction to create some kind of laws. And most people don't realize the CDC is, is, is actually an independent agency. It's not even a government. Quasi it's a quasi-government agency. And so um, it's, it's not, they, they don't have any authority at all. See, here we go. Here's another one. Uh, is there any legal obligation for Florida to wait on CDC to let cruise ship sales? Well, no. The, the CDC has no jurisdiction over businesses. Okay, look. Regulatory authority has been ceded to certain regulatory agencies. Mm -hmm. It's not constitutional. It's not authorized by the Constitution. But through acquiescence, we have ceded certain authority to these people. We have not ceded to the CDC a regulatory authority like the FDA or the USDA. The CDC does not carry that kind of authority. The CDC is an advisory agency, an advisory agency. They don't issue ruling. It's crazy. How you, I just, I'm just crazy now. You have basically two layers of chaos. Yes. The, pow the powers that Congress has ostensibly ceded to the executive branch right and then the powers that they have it <laughs> that executive branch is claiming and asserting so yes. just and and we were talking about this the other day in our travels how congress is just at the heart of so much of mm -hmm. the destruction of this nation by empowering this fourth branch of government in the executive administrative right. state right where they they have illegally i might add written away their own power and given it away to other branches of government which they have no authority to do the constitution lays out what the responsibilities of each branch is creating it, specific separation of power so so that right. won't happen so if so you can't just one branch can't do the function of the constitution it, it right. it's it's the state's through the Constitution that say, here's what your powers are. That's what we did. Mm -hmm. That's what we consented to in the Constitution. And so the the 
that that's why when you talk about the emergency powers act that right. people love to bring forward the president has all these extra constitutional powers because the congress gave it to him in this law called the emergency powers Illegally. act they, they don't have the right to increase the powers of another branch the constitution is the mechanism by which we do that and if you want to do that you have to amend the constitution and here's what's interesting because if you do that in the converse jc if you if you were to set up the legislature to pass a law to take power from the president that's actually delegated through the constitution people would be freaking out right i mean freak out what authority does congress have to take power from the president that's presidential power delegated to the executive branch the congress doesn't have any authority over that they can't take power from the president but the same power to take is the same power to give. So they can't give what they're not authorized to give. And if they can author be authorized to give what they're not authorized to give, then they must consequently be authorized to take as well. That's, which what I'm trying to say is, in this scenario, there really is no limit to congressional power. Right. And they do this on purpose, JC, so that they are shielded Right. So you can just keep pointing the finger. Oh, it's the president. Exactly. It's that guy. It's this person. It's not me. Yeah. And so they end up having all of these acts do everything that their lobbyists and their corporate fascist. Mm -hmm. They can keep cronies want no, they're lacking through the president. Exactly. They're just that. And that's the thing. Really, the the globalist lackeys in congress really started this ball rolling i mean that they they really have been at the heart of destroying the constitution shredding the constitution and and, and enabled by the courts but it's the cowardly politicians today use it just exactly like you're saying so they can pass the yes. buck and oh well that's a power of this shirk, that and the yeah, other shirk responsibility Absolutely. and hide accountability yep that's what they do so what got me on this rant today was i was already fuming about being in the dallas airport and reading that and jc i have decided that we're flying a lot in the next two months which means we're going to be in a lot of airports so i want you does does your little camera thing that steve gave you record sound yeah yeah. Okay. So we're going to do little three minute segments in front of these signs. Uh -oh. And then I'm going to put together a montage and I'm, we're going to play it here on the show. We're going to upload it to YouTube and I'm going to show people about these lies because they're, they're really subversion. It Not really is all about mental manipulation because you know, people suck at signs mm -hmm. because people don't read signs. I'm probably on the top of that list. I am. I don't want to read anything. If it if it's not in front of my face, giving me arrows and pointing directions, I don't care about it. OK, just tell me what I'm supposed to do. Don't make me read and comprehend. But here's the thing. Right. You may not read them, but your mind does. Yeah, well, you take them in. They're also constantly announcing it over over the airwaves. Yeah. So I want to do a little montage. We're going to I know we in the Dallas least. airport where to go now. I know in the Tampa airport where to go now. Yeah. You hear it at least three times. Yeah. Uh, in the Hillsborough in, in the Tampa airport. Yeah. 
Absolutely. From Castor, which so, I get it. I, I get nauseated. We, you, you, you get off the plane in Tampa and you get on the little rail, little monorail thing to take you from the terminal to baggage. And you have to hear Jane Castor. Hi, my name is Jane oh, Castor. Which a lot of them do. I'm that. the mayor well, of Tampa. Yeah, a lot of them do that now. Yeah. The mayor has some announcement. I'm the, the mayor of Tampa. Oh, I get nauseated every time I hear her voice. So anyway, uh, you know, through Liberty First Legal, I'm helping people write letters, employers, all this other stuff, right? So we have, and I, and I, I just want to go on the errands and thank Liberty Council for the cooperation that we've had. I mean, we've been sharing stuff back and two, and it's just, I think it's it's a good tag team. I'm not, and I'm I'm a drop in the bucket compared to what they do, but I like that we get to do a little bit of our own part here. And so we have been developing this letter for the to help people educate their employers about why you cannot legally mandate these EUAs. And in it, we had a quote from the CDC and the Department of Labor, which said that um, anybody, and this is the law, this has been, this is the law actually, that if an employer mandates a vaccination and an employee has an adverse reaction to that vaccination, mm. the CDC and the Department of Labor mandate by law that the employer report the adverse reaction to the Department of Labor. It's actually a federal law. If an employer mandates a vaccination, the employer actually picks up a legal liability for that, right? So if I mandate that you go run out in the street and you get hit by a car, now I'm legally liable for you getting hit by a car. But if I mandate as a part of your job that you have to have a vaccination, the the uh, OSHA and the Department of Labor and federal law all says that you the, the employer is now liable to for all the damages, right? And so here, I'm trying to go to this page. Sorry. And so I was doing some research for an attorney that I'm working with in Texas on this sort of thing. And I went back to pull the link from the Department of Labor page. And I'm going to show this to you right now. <clears throat> pull it up. This is the COVID-19 Frequently Asked Questions page at the Department of Labor. Okay. Now, if you scroll down on the hyperlink list, you see vaccine related. And I'm showing you how to do this because I want you to see this too. It scrolls down. It says, are adverse reactions to the COVID-19 vaccination recordable on the OSHA record keeping log? Push the hyperlink. Two days ago, this said the exact opposite. Two days ago. Hmm. Now it says, DOL and OSHA as well as other federal agencies, are working diligently to encourage COVID vaccinations. OSHA does not wish to have any appearance of discouraging workers from receiving COVID-19 vaccinations and also does not wish to disincentive employers' vaccination efforts. As a result, OSHA will not enforce... 29 CFR 1904's recording requirements to require any employees 
to record worker side effects from COVID-19 vaccinations through May 2022. We will reevaluate the agency's position at that time to determine the best course of action moving forward. Isn't that interesting, JC? Now we not only have regulatory agencies issuing mandates and issuing dictates that are supposed to be enforced by law, we now have regulatory agencies arbitrarily deciding which federal laws they're going to enforce and which one they're not going to enforce. May I, may I also mention to you, there is no executive order from President Biden authorizing his executive agency to decide which law to follow and which not to follow. Hmm. They don't hold this authority. What is the, the, the one of the Liberty Charters? Uh, that references the king uh, setting aside law, creating law. That was the English Bill of Rights of 1688, which resulted in the glorious revolution of 1689 and created the abdication of the throne by James II in which William and Mary of Orange took the throne and promised to never in writing to not be dictators. Which would have been the latest charter under which the framers were operating here in America yep. prior to the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, North, we're, wild, we're live. So this is what has ticked me off, right? So this is just... We've, we've gone back in time... Two days. ...to the dictatorial regime of 1688. Star chambers. <laughs> this is... But see, this is not even the king. Right. This is the king's men. This is what said uh, judges and whatever. Ministers. Ministers appointed by him. Yeah. Eating out the, the substance of the people. The late King James II, by the assistance of evil judges, counselors, and ministers appointed by him, did endeavor to subvert and extirpate the laws and liberties of our kingdom. But you know, JC, what you're quoting is actually the Declaration of Independence, the last part you did. Um, let's see. This is not going to bring me the Declaration. Yeah, here it is. Okay. Right here. My favorite, my favorite grievance in the, in the, in the Declaration of Independence, I'm just going to find it here. And then I'll switch over so you guys can see it. Oh, great. Why can't I get this? Oh, right, right here. There. Okay, so let me yep. share this. This is actually a grievance in the Declaration of Independence from Char uh, uh, on against George the Third. I'll make it bigger here so everybody can see it. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substances. I, you know me, JC, I have said for 11 years now, this is the best definition of a regulatory yeah, it, agency I've ever heard in my is, life. This is the fourth branch, the regulatory yes. state. We, we went to war and overthrew, yes. threw off the bonds between threw ourselves off. and Great Britain. And one of the reasons was the very thing we've been watching 
for decades uh, this building of the fourth branch, the administrative state, swarms of officers and new offices to eat out the substance of the people and harass the people. This is this is all that they do. Yeah. This is all that they do. And now we have them just setting aside law because be, because of what? Surely it's the Biden administration that's pushing them to do this. Uh, but it could also be the Republicans because we have just as many Republicans probably yoked up with these pharmaceutical companies. The Bush family is all up the pharmaceutical butt or the other way around, one way or the other. So what we have now is really the globalist cabal pushing our agencies to do exactly what our founders found grounds for war. I mean, it's just crazy to me. This I'm put, putting it up here so you guys can read it. This is actually a grievance in the Declaration of Independence. He has erected to a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. And that's exactly what we're doing. They're doing. Now, let me let me mention to you something very quickly. Just because OSHA does not and the CDC does not want to enforce the law does not mean that the law does not exist. And it also does not mean that these companies that are mandating vaccinations as terms of employment will not be civilly liable for these, these adverse reactions. Not only that, um, you need to claim workman's comp if you are also, because workman's comp is a pain in the butt for employers. They hate it. If, you if they make you do a vaccination and you actually do a vaccination and you have an adverse reaction, you claim workman's comp. Because once you claim it, if they dismiss you for claiming it, now they're in bigger trouble than before. So... I, I bet those statements of historical facts that we just went through probably grounds for censorship by YouTube. Yeah. What is this? Lori Lightfoot? What is? Yeah, this is uh, this is the. Uh, May 20th. Did she say this again or is this this is uh, oh, this is on the 20th. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, May 20th, yeah, Chicago so Mayor Lori Lightfoot, I'm only granting one-on-one -on -one interviews to journalists with color, of color. Hmm. Which I thought was interesting. Um, J-O-C. You got P-O-C, now the now J-O-C. What is, J oh, J-O-C. Yeah. Journalist, Journalist of, of color. color. Yeah. Because they have P-O-C. People of colors. P people of color. You, ha you have to be a P-O-C. But... This, Can we make her go this away? This is her wife. Yeah. Her wife is a white woman. Let's try to make her go away. Let's see if it works. Ready? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. All right, somebody check. Is she still there? No, she left. Did she go away? <laughs> go check in Chicago mayor's Beetlejuice, office. She... Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. No, no, don't say Beetlejuice. it again. She'll come back. Oh, oh that's I gotta, right. I got to do it again. Right. I got to do it again. got to do the go away. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. So... That should have sent her away. This is the crazy thing, though, right? Is this not a racist statement, JC? Of course it is. Is this not just vile? 
in its statements. Yeah, except recall that one of the first tactics is seize the language. So this is an area where they have redefined words. They change definitions. So under the old definitions, yes, this is a this is a racist, bigoted statement. Um, under the new definition, which says you can't be, which now that I think about it, it would apply to her as well. Supposedly, under the new definition, you can only have uh, be a racist if you hold power, if you have power. Well, in this case, she holds power. She has power mm -hmm. over people. So yeah. the, even under That's their right. new definition, was, yeah. just, it just dawned on me, even under yes. their new definition, yes. uh, she would officially be a racist. So she, as, as what does her wife think? Does her wife think? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, crazy. seriously, her wife is a white Jewish woman. She's crying at home tonight. You hate white people. But no, she's probably like, I hate white people too. Which, which now she's got that self loathing thing going on. Yeah. Which you know? now uh, the fact that she's a Jew, that's, that's the, that's the top. Like that's the whitest of white. You are now the head of whiteness as a Jew. I think it was, I, I think it's a, uh, university. So wait, 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 let me get this now. As a Jewish person, you're now the ultimate Aryan. Yes. <laughs> Do they? Does anybody ever say that to them out loud? I mean, does anybody Probably ever not. say that to them? It, it Do you realize you have just proclaimed a the the Jewish people to be the ultimate Aryans? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Was Hitler off the mark? Like he was. He was wildly. <laughs> uninformed and missed the target. Oh, but you know, he could have been way ahead of the no, game I, if he'd have just had that yeah. little piece of information. I don't, somebody in the audience probably knows, but just recently, I don't remember if it was a Chicago campus, but they found the, uh, these flyers being handed out of, you know, the ultimate white privilege is Jewish privilege. So the first thing we have to do is eliminate Jewish privilege. Like but that's, that's all stems from the, the uh the uh, revolutionaries because now you've got the conflict between the palestinians and the jews all all crazy israel and palestine yeah. are fighting again so you have to hate israel because you have to support the revolutionaries of palestine right right ha! yeah see i'm that's learning. what i meant it's global so it's it's really not about race. It's not about any any of that stuff. It's leveraging revolution. I mean, it's it's Hegelian. It's a Hegelian ideology uh, of revolutionary what if I went Hegelian to Marxism. So they just leverage these conflicts. Like they don't care about Palestinians any more no. than they care about black people. We've already talked about this. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I love the sign that said "homosexuals for Palestinians." Right. Did you see that? Yeah. Somebody standing up there, LGBT for Palestinians. Right. <laughs> it's like saying chickens for KFC. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just, you know, whatever. What if I went to Miss Lightfoot or Mr. Lightfoot? I don't know how she identifies herself in pronoun form or title form, and said, "I'm I'm a journalist of color. See, I have color. I have brown eyes and brown hair and." olively pink skin you're darker than sean king that's for sure <laughs> well there you go 
See, I got pigment in my skin. I'm not transparent. Mm -hmm. Right. So here's the hypocrisy. Right. So she gets to say things like. Um, oh, I hate CNN ads. She gets to say things like, I am only going to have journalists of color. And then now Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Green is back in trouble because she, because she made statements that uh, in a podcast interview that Nancy Pelosi's requirement that they wear a mask is is progressively like what happened to the Jews wearing a star. Mm. Right. So here's, here's the, I'll put it, pull it up here for everybody. Here's what she said. She said, uh, let's see, you know, we look, we can look back in time in history where people were told to wear a gold star and they were definitely treated like second class citizens so much so that they were put in trains and taken to gas chambers in Nazi Germany. And this is exactly the type of abuse that Nancy Pelosi is talking about. Mm -hmm. Right. What in reality, whether Marjorie Taylor Greene knows it or not, she's talking about that sociological psycho psychological transition from uh, to, from elimination of opinion to extermination of population, mm -hmm. right? There's that whole chart. We did that on the show. We went through that many moons ago, what they call the, the Holocaust chart, you know? Yeah. And so she's actually describing a documented psychological phenomenon. She's not actually comparing wearing masks to the Holocaust. She's comparing treatment of sec like second class, the, the psychological manipulation of the population yeah. to isolate people who don't agree with you Correct. so that in the future you can eliminate them mm -hmm. because it's progressive guys. It works that way progressively. Yep. So that's, but she can't make, a documented uh, an analysis to an, a documented psychological phenomenon. So much so, JC, you can search this. The uh, the and I forget how you do it. Like the stages of Holocaust, I think they call it. There are psychology journals, professors' papers. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of stuff that say exactly what she says in a step by step play. She's just making an analogy. Yet, Lori Lightfoot just comes right out and says, I hate white people, right? I'm not going to work with white people. Mm -hmm. I mean, isn't that what she said? Yeah. I mean, she says, I'm only granting one-on-one -on -one interviews to journalists of color, basically saying, I don't work with white people. How is that less offensive? than to Marjorie Taylor Greene actually talking about and describing a psychological progression that is actually happening in America. Now, I'm probably going to get banned because I, whatever. And I'm, you know, I don't know how I feel about Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't, I haven't really listened to her much. I don't know her, she's a constitutionalist. I know she's, 
very bombastic. She's a wrecking ball. I like. Yeah. Her. Yeah. So I like wrecking I, balls. Yeah, I don't care what her policies are. Yeah. She just she is if she keeps smacking around the liberals and globalists and these lackeys. Yeah. Then do it. Yeah. Exactly. Get them. Well, it's like you said. You know. Not everybody needs to be obnoxious, but we need somebody a few. Does. But somebody does, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody does. Speaking of obnoxious, uh, there we go. I've been wanting to play this video now for days, so I'm going to play it for you now. This is incredible what is happening in Canada. Right there, our neighbors, right there, Watch this. I'm not even going to do this. Watch. How's it going, man? Officer Dietrich, City of Hamilton bylaw. I have you here in violation of the reopening of Ontario Act, yeah. gathering with a crowd of more than five people. So that's a pre-written ticket again, just for the record? I had the uh, ticket made up inside when I saw you out here. So what were they doing exactly when I was talking to one of the protesters here? walking around, getting within three meters. Oh, that's how it is. So if I just talk to someone, that's within two meters? I also watch you shaking their hands. Oh, that's, that's oh, I guess I'm breaking so, a lot there. Okay, you got me there. So Great. this is the ticket, provincial offense notice. Yeah. And the reopening of Ontario Act for having a gathering with more than five people. Thank you. Your options are on the back. Your options are to either pay it. Yeah. An early resolution with the prosecutor. Mm -hmm. Or you can have your day in court if you choose to. Yeah. You understand your options? I understand my options, man. So there's your provincial offense. Thank you. Now, this is an administrative penalty notice. Oh, for, for what? Yeah. Whoops. This is for shaking hands with the public. No way. You to maintain a distance of at least two meters from another person. Section bylaw 20164, section 2.1. Once again, your options are on the back, voluntary payment, or you have the option to be with, a, um, with an officer and you can argue. Okay. So that's purpose. That's strictly just for shaking hands with someone. For shaking hands, not maintaining a criminal misdemeanor for shaking hands in public. I am so taking that court date. Yeah, I am so taking that court date. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what. I may just be tempted to walk into that courtroom and shake everybody's hand. They're going to make me a felon. They're going to put me in prison for a decade for shaking hands. I, I just, I am taking that court date. Are you freaking kidding me? Why Welcome. Do you, why do you suppose his voice was quivering so much? This, the, what, what's the consensus here? What would, what would you guys say in the chat room? Do you think? You think he was nervous or he enjoyed this? Like which, no. which side of why he did he sound like this? I'm just curious. It's the first thing I, yeah. I noticed when he started talking to the guy. I took it as like he's scared. That's exactly what I thought too. I thought he was nervous. Um, maybe he and 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 I think he knows he's wrong somehow. Uh, I don't think that he wants to be there, um, but. Yeah, maybe being recorded is what I thought. I th yeah, because look, he's got those glasses on. And look, you can't see his, his name. You can't see his name on his mm. vest. I think he's trying to hide his identity, which is, once again, slimy clue that he is ashamed of, his, of what he's doing. 
right? If he was proud of what he was doing, he'd be like, oh, look at me. I'm doing this, right? And I'm doing what's right. And I'm, I'm upholding the law and I'm keeping people safe. But his demeanor and his even the, the wavering in his voice tells me otherwise that he is he is very ashamed of what he's doing. Whether he understands that on a conscious level, I I don't know. I really um I really have no respect Mm-mm. for people like this. Uh I mean just I don't know. I, I don't I don't want to say too much, but uh, you see certain deputies and, you know, even when they're, oh, I'm so sorry I have to do this and I'm ashamed that I have to do this. I don't have respect for that person because yeah. you don't have to do this. What you're saying is right. I'm spineless. I'm a coward. Yeah. I mean, at the point when somebody apologize at where a, a deputy or someone apologizes to you for yeah. doing that, they're, they, they're admitting that what they're doing is wrong. Yeah. So at that point, they're choosing yeah. To do it. They are yeah. knowingly doing, yeah. voluntarily doing, willingly doing that which they know to be wrong. I have less respect uh, for you than than if you just you just thought it was right. You were just ignorant because at that point, at least you can be educated and changed. But when you say I'm, I'm so ashamed that my boss is making me do this or I have to do this or whatever, that means you, you you're telling the world, hey, uh, I'm not going to pull my pants down here, but just so everybody knows, I have no testicles. I mean, stand up for what's right. Look, look at your boss, the mayor, the police chief and say, I, you know what? I'm not enforcing this stuff. Well, you're going to be fired. No, take my badge, kiss my rear end. I'm out of here. I'll go back groceries. I'm you know not what doing, I'm doing I have no, I have less than zero respect. I have negative respect for people that do this in the position that he's in. I'm I'm if if I if I were in Ontario, I would be organizing a a hand-holding protest. I would get hundreds of people just to stand outside I would stand outside the Ontario police station. And we would all stand together and hold hands. And we would sing I'd like to teach the world to sing. I'd be in up perfect harmony. If, if this guy. <laughs> if I'm if I'm in that uniform, and I'm getting this direction, I'm up on desk. I'm on top of desk in the police station, and I'm I'm just kicking everything off of it, and I'm telling these people what they are, what kind <laughs> of people they are, and where they can shove their badge. I mean, this you're you're in this position, right? When you talk about what people call law enforcement, these guys, deputies and yeah. police and whatever. See, faithful the, joy gets it. It's singing without right. social distancing and yeah. holding hands. That was the point I was if trying to make. If I'm, the people. I'm, yeah, if we're the people. I'm doing it, man. But if I'm, I'm the it. cop, right? If you're this guy, mm-hmm. I, I mean, again, the, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I didn't say too much either, but People, you know, the, the view that people have of police, right? You've been given the highest, highest position of trust yes. in a community for the purpose of, of standing up for the people's rights, right? right? There, there is no greater <laughs> responsibility. There's no greater position than, than, than that which people give to the police and sheriffs and deputies. 
mm-hmm. which means you have the highest responsibility to stand up for what's right, to yeah. stand for the rule of law, to make righteous decisions. So th- th- you, these people are in the position to to basically have the mm-hmm. highest violation of trust, in my view, in the community. And so when y- you need to be, in my opinion, in if you're in the position of a police deputy sheriff, you need to be of the highest moral character with the steeliest spine of any residents in this land. Mm-hmm. You hold people's lives in your hand. You hold the liberty of people in your hand. And to be a spineless, cowardless, characterless lapdog like this freaking lackey in Canada is it disgusts me. It's pathetic. This is a slime ball of a human being, in my opinion. And I don't care if he's in a police uniform or in a clergy's outfit behind the pulpit. It's the same kind of slime. So that's we, the same we, kind of slime. We see all chats. We see all chats, by the way. So I know somebody said something about. Uh, <clears throat> so sometimes you see Facebook up there. Sometimes you see Twitch. We just don't get to. We don't get to answer to everybody that's in the chat room. Otherwise, we'd do nothing but having a ta- chat room show. So bless your heart. So um, watch this, JC. This is going to be our last little thing because we got to go today. But I got to shake that off. I'm sorry. I, I, that just I gets under my skin. Man. Wait for tomorrow for this. It's under my skin. I swear. It's 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 pathetic. Yeah, it's absolutely pathetic. Well, I, I it ticks me off. It ticks me off, man, because you, you know, I mean, if, if, Probably everybody okay, in this we'll chat room. You, you, you think about how think. Well, think about when yeah. Colton was a kid, you yeah. know, and, and you like we kind of like you're trying to teach him to have respect for the police and stuff because of what they face and what they do. Now it's like so many, and I know it's not the majority, but it seems like so many more. Like it's just like the military. They're filling they're filling the mm-hmm. ranks of sheriff and police with these progressive, brainwashed little libtards and so you know there was a point where we stopped you know sort of speaking that to colton you you don't automatically just respect these people because there's they're wearing a uniform i mean there's so many that i've actually said that demonstrated they don't deserve respect i've actually gotten in trouble for saying things like that jc because you and i were both in the military and we've had people come up to us with certain people who have held office and they're like don't talk bad about them. They were a colonel in the army. I'm like, I don't care. I served in the military with people I wouldn't let watch my dog. Yeah. Just because they they volunteered for service and wore a uniform doesn't make them of high character. No. And it doesn't make them uh, worthy of unquestionable loyalty. No, it's I, a, it's I, I don't care. It's just absolutely, absolutely mind boggling. And I think tribalism, what, tribalism. And tribalism. I think what cult ticks me off, I guess probably what gets under my skin more besides the obvious, but in, and I think Val, Val here, we're on the same page. The fact that, you know, we wore a uniform and yeah. we took the oath and we took it seriously. Yes. We take it seriously. And so for, for a, a loser, like this guy. Right. To to treat the 
the the respect, the trust. right? The trust. Thank you. That's yes. the word to to mistreat and trample the trust of the people because because right or wrong, mm -hmm. right or wrong, the general public puts a great deal of trust in law enforcement, in yeah. sheriffs, in deputies, and police. Put a great deal of trust, and I might add a a, a great deal of. Um, what would you say? Per permissiveness. Like I think too much sometimes law enforcement get away with abuse because of the level of trust that people, people have respect for the dangers that they put mm -hmm. themselves in on other people's behalf. They, they get a pass. So therefore we give yeah. them a great deal of benefit of doubt. We give them, give them a great deal of respect. And so for that level of trust and respect, because of our consideration for you to come out and trample it and spit in the face of, of the people's trust like that for being some lackey for, for a two bit tyrant who just wants to control people. And you're going to give a ticket in what freaking universe do you think that it, it is reasonable and acceptable and, and, I don't anything short of insane yeah. to issue someone a ticket for shaking hands. You, I mean, I, I better stop because I'm going to say too much and tell you exactly what I think ought to be done with this little nitwit. In well, the very least, that he should not be wearing that uniform. He should not be and holding the that position. And the Ontario legislators who created that pathetic. law. You are it's pathetic. The whole thing is pathetic. So I just wanted to point out something before we go, because I had meant to point this out, but we got distracted. If the Department of Labor and the CDC can arbitrarily dismiss and refuse to comply with laws, um, why am I a criminal if I do it? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I actually have point. an authority to judge the constitutionality of the laws as a party as a as the because uh, all political power is inherent in the people i am the author of your political power which gives me the lawful authority to determine whether your laws are consistent with my consent or not but if this arbitrary agency constant unconstitutionally created can decide without any justification whatsoever except for some corporate's pocketbook and some globalist agenda that they're not going to enforce the laws. Why then am I who hold a greater authority than to be told that by the professors and the pundits and the politicians that I am a radical anti-government subversive? Why are they not calling the CDC and the Department of Labor anti-government subversives for refusing to, to enforce federal law when they have no authority to do that? And I, as the author of their authority, the judge of their authority, the ultimate permanent holder of their authority because I merely delegated to government my authority. I didn't surrender it, which makes me the ultimate judge of whether they're doing something I want them to do or not. Why then do these idiotic, imbecilic, slavish professors, politicians, and pundits and lawyers 
call me an anti-government subversive extremist for standing up for what's right. And these guys are doing the right thing. I don't know. Boy, JC, it's not a good day for me to, to have me all ranted up like this. So I'm fed up with tyranny. And it's only Tuesday. Yeah, I know. Right. Right. Yeah. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Well, we got to go, guys. JC and I got a schedule to keep. So make sure you tune in tomorrow. We didn't get to all the stories today. JC, oh, wait till you see tomorrow's stories. JC's going to have something else to rant about tomorrow. We're just going to keep him going. Good thing we're like in church twice a day. I'm going to have to <laughs> install seatbelts. <laughs> we're in church twice a day, so the Lord can temper your spirit you a little bit. We have to have a JC's Greatest Rants album. I know. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you so much. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to like. Share this everywhere you are. Make sure you go ahead and give us a like and a subscribe before you leave. That way you won't miss anything. God bless. <laughs> Oh <laughs>